How do you balance an insane schedule and still perform at the highest level, all while giving back and taking care of yourself? Hello, everyone, and welcome to the MSUM Dragons podcast, where we believe that the student-athlete experience here at MSUM is more than a game. I'm your host, John Webby Webking. We're going to talk to a Dragon today who balances being a split-season athlete, her job, volunteering, a leadership group, a committed relationship, her own mental and physical health, all while earning the highest GPA in her sport in the entire league, not once, but now two years in a row, maybe three. I know I'm rooting for her. Let's learn from Dragons golfer and professional life juggler, Jill Safransky. Jill, welcome to the MSUM Dragons podcast. How are you today? I'm great, Webby. How are you? I'm doing just fine, doing just fine. How's your summer going? It's been really busy, but it's been really good. Um, golf's been open, so that's good news. Uh, last week, I got engaged. Ah! It's been a really good summer. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Such an adult thing. Wow. Yep. <laughs> Happened on a golf course. Go figure. <laughs> well, that's, that's fitting. Uh, did you, were you playing? Yeah. So we got through nine holes and on the ninth hole of my home course, there was a ball sitting in the hole that said, will you marry me? And our whole family was up above watching. So it's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Did you finish the, did you play it again or did you? So we didn't get to play 18 and it was my best round of the summer. Shot 38. Ah. Um, and, but I had a putt afterwards. So like I saw the ball right away and I went to go grab it and I was like, okay, I just want to finish this putt. And I don't think I even made my 30 foot putt halfway there. It was like 10 feet. <laughs> you talk about pressure putting situations that that's probably up there. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't even close. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, congratulations again. Um, we're excited to have you on the podcast. Uh, you know, and, and my friend Adir threw you under the bus a little bit saying that you really wanted to be a part of this. And uh, you've been up to a lot of wonderful things, um, most notably at all. And the reason why I'm wearing an NSIC shirt on Dragon Pride Friday is your Elite 18 honors for the highest GPA of all NSIC golfers. You were the first person from MSUM to win it last year. You repeated uh, two years ago. Last year, you repeated and won it for two consecutive years. Um, you know, maybe three would be great and complete the trifecta. Um, <laughs> But what does it take to win that award? Um, well, I really like school to start with, which sounds super nerdy, but I've always enjoyed it for sure. But the biggest thing is like taking tests and having a study routine. Like I stick to my study routine and it just is a comfort thing almost. So I'm comfortable taking tests. How do you balance that? I mean, it's more than just tests because there's the assignments and the homework. And if it was just tests, yeah. it'd be a different thing. So, I mean, you got to find time or make time or plan time to do the work and not just do the work, but be an athlete, go to practice, work on your skills there. Um, do you, yeah, I'm guessing you have a job. Yep. Okay. Job, three priorities. And then you also do volunteering uh, on top of all of that. And you do it all at a high level. How do you balance all of those things in your life? It's hard for sure. I keep a schedule. My Google calendar is a mess. You can ask Maddie and Nadir. I showed it to them last year and they were like, what the heck is going on with that? 
but I do that a lot um, and take advantage of our downtime on golf tournaments. Like we're gone for three days at a time. We miss eight days, nine days in September of school. But after the round, you're done by three. You have till you go to bed to do homework. So, yeah, and a serious relationship that's ending in, in an engagement too. I mean, so you have a handful of all of these things to 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 juggle all the time. Does it ever ever get to you? Does it ever yes. feel like too much sometimes? <laughs> yeah, I cry a lot, but not that. Much. <laughs> <I hope> not. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, it's never bad. It's all things I enjoy. So. Well, that's good. Um, tell us a little bit about some of the job opportunities you've had that, that have been kind of, kind of unique. Cause, um, I heard you had kind of a special internship that was, a, a an, an alum tied experience. Yeah. So last summer I worked with Dave Schultz. His dad is Ed Schultz, who was on the MSUM Dragons football team. Mm -hmm. Um, so I started out applying for Maple River golf club to just work pro shop. And he interviewed me and he was telling me like he was starting some projects this summer and he really would like to have me as an assistant. So I worked all summer with him. We started the hole in one show, which was on TV. Um, it started in March, I believe. So that was super awesome. We did all the qualifying for that, got a website going. He went back to Q school, which is qualifying school for golfers. It was a crazy summer. So what was your role in all of that? What were you doing? Um, I was running his calendar. So instead of mine being so busy, it was his calendar. And for qualifying, I ran all of those events with him, but like I was in charge of organizing them. Um, another part was like videoing his day-to-day -day life too, to help with that. So he could start a blog and then we did a junior camp. So I helped coach that, set that up, had all the forms. It was really a mess of things every day, but it was so fun. Why did you say yes to that experience? It, it, you already have a crazy enough life with the four other things we talked about. Why take on that kind of a job, um, you know, for you personally? So I'll probably be in an office job the most of my life now, but that job was like outside doing stuff and it was all kinds of things. And I also like got to watch his kids and I love kids and then the golf aspect, like he's an awesome golfer and I got to watch him give lessons. I got to be a part of him coach other people and to see that really helped me. What, what was your biggest takeaway from that experience, either uh, as far as a career or just things you want to put into your own life? Dave was really bold. Like when he did things, he went all out and like he didn't hold back. And I definitely took that out because I'm kind of more of a careful person to tiptoe through things. But he was so bold that it was, it taught me a lot there. So you're saying instead of going for the green, you're more of a layup kind of person? <laughs> no, never. <laughs> <laughs> no, always go for, always <laughs> go for the green. Always so at least go for the green. Bold on the golf course. Now we're learning to be a little bit more bold in, in life. So yeah. well, that's awesome. Um, some part of, of your golf life, unfortunately, was, was cut a little short last spring. Uh, tell us what kind of that was like going through all of that and, uh, you know, what's your perspective on it now? Well, we were on spring break when all of this was like happening. So we finished our tournament and we were in the airport and like everything was blowing up. Like we were getting all kinds of emails. I thought like, is the airport going to shut down? Like what's going to happen? Cause nobody knew at first. And then it was kind of like, is our season going to happen or not? 
But I kind of prepared myself then that we probably were going to get canceled. Our spring season's pretty short. We only have two other meets. So that was, it sucked, but it was okay. I'd, I'd rather have it spring than fall. Yeah. And, you know, that was a crazy situation on the athletic side. You're doing great stuff on the job side, doing amazing things on the academic side. The relationship piece, you, you blinged at us a little bit. Can I see the ring? What's it look like? Oh, there. damn. Wow. <laughs> Hurts my eyes. Uh, <laughs> so what you're heading into your senior year. Uh, what are you looking forward to most? And, you know, the next step is what comes next? Yeah. So fall season is probably going to be my last season as of now, because I'll be graduating in December and I have an internship in the spring, which I can talk a little bit more about, but I'm most excited for, we have a couple new freshmen coming in and building that team every year to get them started for their future. I really like team building and hanging out with them and getting to know the girls. Tell us about that internship. Okay. So that's just, I'm working at Brady Mart's for the summer. Um, I'm upstairs in their outsourcing department, but I'll switch to tax in the spring. So it was a long debate with my coach and I, if I should play spring season and as of right now, we both kind of talked that I would be done around April 15th and then have to pay, play conference next week with no practice, probably not being able to go to workouts with the work schedule. And like the pressure to put that on your last meet would probably not make it as enjoyable as I'd want it to be. That'd be a tough way to go out. But, you know, sometimes you just pop into that midseason form with a couple of, couple of swings. You never know. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, We'll sit and wait for that kind of piece. Tell us a little bit about, um, as we mentioned, that fifth element, uh, the volunteering pieces that you get involved in on top of the craziness. You know, what are you volunteering for and why do you do it? I volunteer for Make-A-Wish mostly. I do that through SAC, but Make-A-Wish is awesome. I love working with Billy. When I first met her, I think we were both crying in their conference room as we told our stories. <laughs> um, my best friend had cancer when we were in high school and she got a golf cart from Make-A-Wish and that was just one thing that I could help out at. And so you got to see firsthand the power of Make-A-Wish on a person and, and how it changed them and just wanted to be a part of it too. Have you gotten to be a part of any, any of those uh, surprises? Yeah, I got to be a part of the Wish Reveal last year we did with the Elsa. It was, it was really fun. The little girl was so cute. She loved those blue pan, uh, cupcakes for sure. Mm -hmm. um, yeah just final kind of question here why do you do it all why, why do you juggle all of these this maddening schedule my mom asks me that a lot too um <laughs> go mom I, just, <laughs> I enjoy it I like being busy I don't like sitting still at all it just bores me I have better things to do and I like to make a difference and do it with all my heart and so Sitting still probably has been a little tough in quarantine time. Um, yeah. How have you entertained yourself during that time? Um, well, we still had school. Mm -hmm. And I actually had to still go into work during quarantine. So there was only like four of us that went in. But we just made sure day-to-day -day operations were going on in the office. So I was still kind of busy during quarantine. Um, I started doing a lot of yoga. That was fun. <laughs> and going on walks. <laughs> being active has kind of been a thing in everybody's lives. I hope 
is a nice yeah. little add-on. Uh, Nora and I had a little bike ride around the block race as she made vroom sounds the entire time when I passed her. Um, but it, it, <laughs> you know it, it is a great. I let her win today. Hey, probably not tomorrow. But um, you know, why did you kind of you do all these things? You're 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 also a leader in SAC. You're so involved, and you do it. I think more than just to stay busy. Uh, there, there's just something I think about you that is pushing to improve yourself, improve others. And, you know, your coach in your, in the press release, when you won the elite 18 award for the second time called you selfless. And, you know, I think it's more than just keeping yourself busy. I think it's maybe a little bit of, and more of helping others and, and how a part of you that is. And how do you kind of, encourage other people to act on that and like you have like you you've realized and whether intentionally or not that you enjoy giving back to others and have acted on it you know there's a lot of people maybe with some similar kinds of feelings um and might look at you as as inspirational and someone who's acted upon them and juggled a regular life in the middle of it what words do you have for someone like that was looking to grow in, in the same ways that you have? Well, one thing I tell myself like every day is what did I do today that was extra? Like what was one step closer to making me a better person? I try to do just one thing every day, even if it's just an at-home workout. To me, that was one step closer to being a better person. Mm -hmm. um, another thing is you'll never regret doing something good is a big one. Going yeah. that extra mile for a test, if you get a 95 instead of a 90, you're not going to be upset about it. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the no regrets piece is, is big. And how do you, like, I, I know I asked this question already, but how do you balance a no regrets kind of attack method when so much is going on? I mean, you really have to say, you know, you, I can't give a hundred percent of my time to this test. You, you can't do that. No. So how, how, how do you carve pieces <laughs> out of that pie of time and still maintain that elite 18 level of performance in a lot of places of your life. Yeah. I don't really know. Like it just always kind of been a part of my life in high school. I remember doing the same thing. I was home maybe like two hours a night, but the other hours I was busy getting stuff done and that's what I like to do. Just kind of get up earlier. But my number one thing is actually I like prioritize sleep because if I don't get a full night's sleep, I will not get anything done. Like I just don't function without a full night's sleep. So how impactful was the, the sleep study we did last year on, did that evoke it or was it already in place before that? I, we were actually gone in a golf tournament, so I missed that. Oh. So I've always just felt that way. Like if I didn't study for a test at all, I'd rather have eight hours of sleep and not study than stay up all night and cram it just doesn't help me at that oh. point yeah a plight of a lot of a lot of people when they're overextended is to cut on sleep good eating habits good exercise habits and every study that i've ever seen shows that if you do those three things you will be more productive in the end and need less time to do more so um congrats to you on doing all of that so well and so great you also what you also I do? need your people. I almost forgot. You also need your people. Like when I'm gone, I have a group chat in all my accounting classes and they like 
would tell me what we did in class, send me the assignments. And like when I get stressed, I have my fiance now, I guess, who is there to listen. And I call my mom every day <laughs> just to tell her about my day. <laughs> Keep my thoughts um, organized. Yeah, just having a support system. Um, that, that's also the fourth leg of that self-care piece. Um, you know, your teammates, your classmates, your coaches, um, your SAC group, your, your relationships, your, your family. Um, it, it seems like they've all come together to help you do some incredible things. And we cannot wait to see what's next. So thank you for joining us on the podcast. We appreciate your time. And of course, go Dragons. Thank you. Thank you again, Jill, for your time today and everything you do that represents MSUM so well. And let's take a moment to look at what makes her case so special. Yes, she's an athlete, but look at the volume and quality of the more-than-a-game opportunities she's grabbed and crushed in her time at MSUM, leading her team in all Dragons, for that matter, on the Student Athlete Advisory Committee, volunteering for Make-A-Wish, working her internship, two-time NSIC Elite 18 award winner for her academics, and she's not even done yet. Jill embodies these beliefs that we have, more than a game, part of something bigger than ourselves, development of our dragons so amazingly well, and she's a prime example of all of those things, and I, for one, cannot wait to see what this year and a very, very bright future hold for her. Thank you as well for listening to the MSUM Dragons podcast today. You can find all of our episodes and the videos at msumdragons.com slash podcast. And I humbly ask that you subscribe and share to these stories. And I humbly ask that you subscribe and share these stories so everyone can see the amazing things happening here in Dragonland. And hey, just for fun, try out Jill's challenge and find something a little extra to put in your day today. Thanks again for listening. And of course... Go Dragons!